Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Awakening. In this episode today, we are going to be talking about shadow work. So I know in my last episode, I touched on it just briefly. My last episode was how to manifest your dream life. And one of the first steps that I talked about was shadow work, because I think that shadow work is very important when it comes to manifesting your dream life. You have to get rid of your limiting beliefs or you have to at least identify what your limiting beliefs are so that you can get down to the core of the issue and kind of work from there. So today I'm going to be talking more in depth about shadow work. So basically this whole podcast is going to be an episode that's kind of like a step-by-step tutorial on how to do shadow work, how to identify your triggers, how to identify you know, different parts about yourself that you may not even know unconsciously, subconsciously, and basically all there is to know about shadow work, what it is, how to start it, how to implement it into your life, what to do after shadow work, what to do during shadow work, what the goal of shadow work is. So if you've been curious about starting your shadow work journey, or if you're just curious on what shadow work is, this episode will definitely be for you. I'm going to get down to everything in deep detail, just so that you guys don't have any questions about it or like feel lost after this episode. So I'm definitely going to go into deep detail about it. But yeah, I'm excited because I feel like a lot of you guys have questions on how to start, where to begin. And I feel like I definitely want to do do uh, an in-depth episode about shadow work specifically because it is kind of a lot to get down. And it's so hard to put it all in one video on like a TikTok that's like three minutes or like, you know, just like a couple seconds. So I feel like I wanted to do a podcast episode to help you guys with it. So yes, let's just get started. So let's start off with what is shadow work because I know a lot of people might be confused with the concept or confused with what it is overall. So basically what shadow work is, is that it's the practice of working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress or that you hide from yourself. So it's kind of like your shadow self, you know. Um, And this can include trauma or parts of your personality that you subconsciously consider undesirable. The The goal basically overall of shadow work is to develop this awareness along with self acceptance and compassion for yourself. So the reason why shadow work is relevant or why you would even get into shadow work is to finally see that part of yourself that you've been repressing, see that side of yourself that you've been repressing, and kind of just like show compassion. And I'll go into detail later on about the ultimate benefits to shadow working, but that's just kind of like an overview of it. But it's basically just being able to acknowledge the existence of all aspects of yourself. So you know how right now you just know the good parts about yourself or at least your mind tries to just like focus on the good parts of yourself and you kind of don't realize it but like whenever you go through trauma you just repress that part and hide it back and deep back in the back of your head but without you even realizing it by you hiding it in the back of your head and what without you confronting that issue it might trickle down into you having limiting beliefs you having these blockages in your life that can be held within your body like it it can basically affect you without you even realizing it so that's why shadow work is like very important to get into because I feel like some people don't even realize how all these things that happened to them in the past how it affects them even if you don't think about it it's still affecting you one way or another if you're not truly living the life that you really want to be living. So it's basically just being able to embrace this part of yourself that has been suppressed or shamed throughout your life. So basically by accepting this part of yourself, you can start seeing your how your thoughts and how your emotions influence your behavior. And once you become aware of this, then you can basically just take control over your life and you can be able to empower yourself and you can finally... Oops, sorry, my microphone fell. But you can finally be able to start living your life more deliberately and consciously, and you'll finally be able to show up as the most authentic and unapologetic version of yourself, and you won't be scared to do it because you'll finally basically accept all aspects of yourself, and you won't be scared to 
see the good and the bad, if that makes sense. So that's basically what shadow work is. Okay, so now I want to talk about the benefits of shadow work in the beginning, just so that you can initially already know what shadow work is going to do for you. Because I feel like some people, once they hear that shadow work is like showing that side of you that you don't want to see, they kind of hinder from it or they kind of get scared of the idea because they're like, I don't want to relive what I've been through. I don't want to, you know, go back to those negative parts of myself or I don't want to see that dark part of myself. But it does have so many benefits that I feel like you guys don't even realize. And I feel like a lot of people don't like the idea of doing it because of that negative connotation that they have with it. But I promise you shadow work is so beneficial for you. And it may seem scary at first, but I promise you the benefits outweigh this scary feeling that you might feel at first. So basically, just to recap, um, shadow work, and just like a way that I like seeing it is it's basically just like self therapy. The reason why I personally shot started shadow work is because I couldn't afford therapy. I couldn't afford therapy. Um, now I go to therapy, but I couldn't afford therapy um, back then. And I didn't really like the idea of me having all this trauma. And I'm the type of person where I keep a lot of stuff inside of me and I just let it bottle up until I finally explode and then it's detrimental by that point and it's like so toxic and I'm trying my best and during when I first learned about shadow work I was on this healing journey and I was like I really 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 want to heal myself you know I want to heal myself I want to learn every single aspect of myself I want to learn about my traumas like why like I went through what I went through, not why I went through what I went through, but basically like I want to like dig deep into like everything I went through and I want to learn what how it is affecting me in my current state as an adult because you don't even realize it, but everything that you go through in your life, whether it's back when you were two years old, there's like a trauma from then um, or whether it was like super recent to like a couple months ago, like all these traumatic things, they don't just disappear. They literally stay lodged in your subconscious mind. And until they're confronted, they're just going to stay there. And by you not confronting them, eventually they do end up trickling down and turning into these limiting beliefs they turn into these blockages they turn into these things that doesn't allow you to live your dream life you know what I mean so basically it's self-therapy within itself if you can't afford therapy or if you are on your healing journey and if like if you can't afford therapy like me which is why I started it or if you're just interested in learning about yourself healing yourself if you want to get rid of all these limiting beliefs that you may have these blockages that you may have in your life and if you truly want to dig that like dig deep into that that part of yourself, I highly recommend shadow work. And once again, I overall just feel like it just basically you kind of just dig, you get to know yourself a lot more. I feel like after I've been doing shadow work now for a little over two years, I would say. Yeah, a little bit over two years. And I love it so much, even though it is hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It is hard within the first month of me doing it. The first literally the first journal prompt that I did I didn't do it for a month after that because it was so intense for me it's basically some prompts are very hard you know it makes it like once you memory the way memories works is like you know when you think of a memory and when you're writing it down a lot of emotions arise and you may feel like you're reliving that same traumatic event but overall it's kind of like so it's therapy within itself yes you're reliving that event but you're seeing it from a different perspective now you're seeing it from a perspective of compassion and you're kind of being your own therapist so to say um but I personally I love shadow work so much and I think it's so beneficial and it has so many benefits to it so let me go into the benefits now since I did another little rant on what shadow work was 
So one of the benefits to shadow working is that you gain a better understanding of yourself and you begin working with you instead of get, instead of working against you. So I feel like in the beginning of shadow work, I feel like I was always working against myself in my head. I felt like I was my worst enemy and I felt like I just didn't understand why I was always against myself in my head. I was never positive. I was always just always just against myself. And now after working, like do working and doing shadow work for two years now, now I am in this understanding where I understand myself more. I understand myself on a deeper level. I understand what I've been through. I've dealt and worked through what I've been through. And I feel like it helps me gain this better understanding of myself and who I am. So the goal isn't to change our shadow because you, we can't change our shadow. Our shadow is who we are. But it's to see it for what it is and to accept it. So shadow work calls you basically to just face your truth and give you the opportunity to be accountable for it. And yeah, so basically one of the benefits is that you just gain this better understanding of yourself and you'll start working with yourself instead of against yourself. Another benefit to shadow working is that it lessens resistance. So when we face what's hidden, our fears decrease and we realize that our shadow has had this information that we needed and that we basically it has this information once we realize that we're working with our shadow we realize that it has this information that we needed in order to heal. I feel like a lot of the times I didn't want to face my shadow and I didn't want to face my traumas and I didn't want to talk about it because I just wanted to ignore it and I just wanted to disappear from my mind. But when you start facing your shadow, you realize like, oh my gosh, this me facing it and me confronting it instead of suppressing it is exactly what I needed to be able to heal. So once you start doing this and you face your shadow self, you start lessening your resistance when it comes to your goals, when it comes to anything in general, you start lessening your resistance. So that's definitely another benefit. And then a third benefit is basically that you get to finally realize that your shadow self deserves just as much as love as your conscious mind. So I feel like the shadow self, as we know now, the shadow self is the part that we suppress, the part that we just try to ignore, and it lives like, you know, in our mind, but we don't really like try to emphasize on it. And the conscious mind is what we know in our mind and what we're aware of and what we like to see, because it's the pretty stuff. It's the stuff that we love about ourselves. It's the stuff that we care to see. But we one, another benefit of shadow work is that you finally get to realize that basically like yin and yang, like with the good comes the bad and with the bad, you need the good. Like you, it's balance itself out. And I feel like once you start digging deep into the shadow self and once you start seeing the parts of you that you may not want to see, but it's, it's beneficial to see. It just becomes so much more easier to accept that part of your mind. And it's as if everything else comes easier after that. So another benefit is basically that life will, I promise you, life will be so much easier after that because you won't see, you'll learn so much about yourself in the process of shadow work that you'll be able to manifest your dreams so much more easier because you won't have any resist resistance. There will be no resistance. There will be no limiting beliefs. There will be nothing holding you back truly from manifesting your dream life because you will understand yourself. You'll see yourself in a different light. You won't have any negative like connotation or like images of yourself in your head. So... Yeah, so ultimately learning to love that part of yourself can increase self-love, it can increase confidence, it can increase self-belief, and loving your shadow doesn't obviously excuse it, but it just creates a space for you to allow new stuff in, you know? And the main the main thing with shadow work is that you're getting rid, you're confronting that part of you that you don't want to confront 
you're confronting that part of you. And once you confront it, front it, you can finally let it go. And you can finally be able to create the space for new stuff to come in and for new beliefs to come in. And you can finally get rid of this negative belief or this limiting belief. And you'll be able to create a new belief that you actually want to have in your life instead of a subconscious one that you didn't even realize that you may have. So yeah, so those are a little, that's a little bit of what the benefits are to shadow working. But I just wanted to touch on that a little bit before I started on how to start shadow work, just so that you guys have an idea of what shadow work can do for you and the immense amount of benefits that shadow work will bring to your life. Because Shadow work has changed my life so freaking much and I feel like it's so underrated at times. Like I know when people are manifesting, a lot of people don't really touch on shadow work and they don't touch on that part. So I highly, highly, highly recommend shadow work and I'm so happy if you're, if you've come this far in the podcast, I'm so happy that you're here and I just want to say that I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're deciding to start your shadow work journey because I promise by the end of this journey, it won't be easy. I'm not going to like lie and say it'll be easy because it will be hard, but I promise you will be by the end of shadow work, you'll be, you won't even recognize yourself. You're going to be such a different version of yourself. That's so much more free, so much more unapologetically yourself, so much more authentic. And you're just going to be, feel so free in who you are and so confident in who you are, because you're going to be like, I know the good, bad, the good side. And so let's say quotations, the negative side to myself, the shadow self, but I know both of these parts of myself, so I understand myself more and I have more compassion with myself. So yeah, so that's basically just all the benefits to it. But now we can finally begin on how to do shadow work. Okay, so how to do shadow work. So to begin doing shadow work, the first thing that I do is that I, okay, so for the first thing to do shadow work, you need a journal you need to get a journal. I personally personally like using a journal specifically just for shadow work because I feel like shadow work is a lot and it's a lot of energy that's going into it. And I see everything, everything I do, I do it with intention. So whenever I pull out my shadow work journal, it's like a different type of energy, you know, like I imagine when I'm pulling out my journal, I imagine like me growing and evolving and as I'm writing this down like it's just releasing so much energy but I'm getting so much I'm allowing like new space to come in so I advise that you get a journal or a notebook or something specifically just for shadow work um so yeah so first things first is you'll need a notebook or something specific just for shadow work second thing is that you are going to look at your patterns, your triggers, and your projections in your own life. So this part's very important because when you go into looking for shadow work prompts, you will identify which ones will stand out to you more once you have already identified your patterns, your triggers, and your projections. So this is a very key important step prior to looking for shadow work prompts. So basically when you look at your patterns, you're going to be looking at and trying to identify in your own life what you're not seeing about yourself or others or like what you you may not be seeing about yourself or what is something that is repeating in your life that you may have noticed or something that keeps on coming back into your life that you may have not noticed. So like, for example, this can be like, let's say, oh, like I have a bad, like I keep on noticing that I'm always broke. No matter what I do, I'm always broke. I always see this pattern that even when I do get a lot of money, I stay broke. You know, that that would be a pattern. Um, Another pattern would be, oh, I always attract the worst men that are unemotionally, that are emotionally unavailable, you know, so that could be a pattern like every single time a new guy comes into my life, it seems like he's the same exact way. And it seems like he emulates the last guy that I was talking to or the last girl that I was talking to, 
or the last person I was talking to, like they just emulate the last person and it's like a replica just with a different face. And I feel like it's always, I get a pattern of the same person. That could be another pattern. So just start to identify different patterns that you may see in your life that may keep on showing up. Um, so, and then write those down, write all those patterns down because this will be important for later. And then try to also identify your triggers. What triggers you and where does it come from? So, for example, one of your triggers could be, oh, um, when I feel, let's say, I get triggered every single time I feel unwanted or every single time I feel rejected from someone, I get triggered. Or, you know, just little things like that. Or I get triggered when someone yells at me or like you know just little triggers like that just anything that triggers you or sets you off write those down because that will be very important as well and then the last thing is projections so how do you present yourself to the world and more most importantly how are your projections a reflection of your insecurities so try to think about things that you may be projecting onto people that you might not even realize. Like, let's say, try to think about like, for example, something, let me think, let me think. Like just any projections, basically. So a lot of times our projections that we project onto people could be insecurities for us. So let's say like in the past, I remember whenever I would see someone on social media, like being out there and being like authentically themselves, I feel like I would always project my insecurities onto them. And I'd be like, oh, they're so, um, they're so, I would, I used to see it as cringe, like, oh, they're so cringe. They're like always like, you know, they're so, I would just find it cringe basically that people were being authentically themselves, but that was an insecurity within myself. And I was projecting my insecurity that I had within myself onto them, even though it wasn't onto them, but you know, like through the screen, but I saw that as a projection and I identified as that I identified that as a projection because I would be like, damn, that's an insecurity in myself because I wish I can be that confident to post all the time. I wish I could be that confident to not care what people are going to think and just post anything on social media. So that was something that I identified as a projection, you know, like I saw that as being cringe or I saw that as like being like, eh. So I wrote that down as a projection. So basically try to identify that. So basically recap is just try to identify your patterns, your triggers and your projections. And then once you do that, then you can start looking for shadow work questions. So Shadow work questions, when it comes to this, I have a lot of shadow work questions on my TikTok at Saturnian Soul. If you're interested, I also have my TikTok name in my bio for this podcast, just in case you guys want to check it out over there. And in my on my profile, there's like a playlist that says Shadow Work 101. And if you click on that playlist and keep on scrolling, there's I have a ton ton of shadow work questions for you guys. I'm currently in the works of doing like a PDF of a shadow work thing and like a PDF of a bunch of shadow work questions just so that you guys can have like something to just look off of. Um, So whenever I'm finished with that, I'll let you guys know on my TikTok, Saturnian Soul. So follow me on there so that you can keep track of that. But um, yeah, I have a lot of shadow work questions on there so that you can choose from. So now is when you'll be able to choose your shadow work question. So basically what I do usually is I'll scroll through or like I'll look through, I'll scan through a bunch of shadow work questions and whichever questions, well, this is personally what I do. I'll read through a couple questions and whichever questions give me like a feeling like I'll listen to my intuition and I'll, and I'll listen to my body because your body is such a huge indicator that that question is your body is a huge indicator of everything your body tells you exactly what you need to know so I listen to my body and I read a couple questions and if I see that I get like a knot in my stomach or not in my throat and I'm like mm, 
like, oh, this is going to be a good question. Like, I already know there's like some emotions pent up for this question. That is the question that you need to choose because that just shows you that there is something that is there that needs to be identified. So like, let's say, for example, a question that I had was like one of my first questions was um, that I did that I had read that like it was like a really tough question for me was um, I think it was describe or write a letter to the person who hurt you the most and tell them like basically like write a letter, write a letter to them and tell them what you wish they would have known during that time that where they hurt you or just write a letter to them basically. And that was a really hard one for me because it obviously like brought back memories of like what I went through and, you know, um, just basically like brought me back to that moment. So basically that's what you're going to do. You're going to find a shadow work question now. And since you already have these notes of your triggers, your patterns and your projections, since you have these notes on it, what you're going to do is kind of try to use that as like a baseline, you know, like try to look for questions that talk about specific stuff that you wrote down or try to look for questions that you know would would touch on one of those things, if that makes sense. So basically, you're going to use what you just wrote down as a baseline to search for these questions and also look for a question that you know, like it makes you have a feeling in your body where you're like, oh, this is going to be a really good question. And I have a lot to say about this. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. So basically, that would be the next step to look for, to write all these things down, your patterns, your triggers, and your projections, and then find a shadow work question. So after you have found your question, after you have gotten your journal, because like I said before, you have to have a journal for it. So you have your journal, you have your question, now what? So now what you're going to do is find a safe space. I usually do it in my room because my room is my safe space and I love it so much. But if you don't have a room or if you don't have a safe space, try to do it just maybe outside or at a park by yourself or just somewhere. Maybe not at a park because you might be crying. So maybe not at a park, but um, you're most likely going to be crying and being emotional. Or maybe you can do it in your car or just somewhere where you can be alone and you'll be somewhere where you'll feel comfortable releasing your emotions and somewhere that you'll feel comfortable basically like crying and being able to let all these emotions out in a safe space. So once you have found a comfortable safe space for you to do this in, you're going to get your notebook and on top of your notebook, like on, you're going to open it up on the front page. On the top of the page, you're going to write down whatever prompt you chose and then you're going to write you're going to start writing anything that comes to your mind anything mind you keep in mind that shadow work there's no right way to do it there's no wrong way to do it because I have a lot of people ask me that question like oh um do I write a lot do I write a little bit like um like they always ask for like specifics and I'm like no don't overthink it there's nothing to overthink like there's no right or wrong way to do shadow work. You can't do it wrong. It, everything is all is based off of you and off of your experience. So let's say if you only write a little bit and that's all you have to write about the topic, okay, cool. That's all you had to write. But if you write a crap ton and you write like a five-page essay, which I do most of the time, then cool. That's cool as well. Everything is all personalized to you. And mind you, no one's going to read this. Everything... Everything in this notebook is going to be for your eyes only. You can hide it in a secret place. You can hide it somewhere where no one's going to see it. But keep in mind that this is only for your eyes only. So make sure that this is a safe space for you to be able to release all your emotions. So after you find the safe space, after you write the prompt, after you write out everything that you want to write out, just basically write out everything that comes to mind for that prompt, everything that you want to say, um, just basically write it out. Another thing that I want you to keep in mind as well is as you're writing it out, emotions, keep in mind that 
emotions and emotions from that event that you might be talking about or just any emotions in general will most likely arise. And I just want you to tell yourself too before, usually I tell myself this before as well, is I tell myself, okay, Melissa, you know, like just talk to yourself. And I'll usually say like, okay, Melissa, like you're about to do shadow work. You know that some emotions might come up. Um, but like I give you permission to let these emotions out and I give you, I'm a, opening up the safe space for you to be able to let these emotions out because sometimes you don't realize it, but sometimes you hold yourself back from these emotions, especially if you're an unemotional person or emotionally unavailable person, or if you hold in your emotions a lot, this is why it's good to do it in a safe space too, so that you can let these emotions out. But sometimes you have to talk to yourself and tell yourself like, it's okay if you cry, like it's okay if you let all these emotions out, because sometimes you hold yourself back from it. So I tell myself before, like I said, I always do everything with with intention. So before I do it, I tell myself, okay, Melissa, you're about to do shadow work. You know, it brings up emotions. It's okay to let it out. Whatever comes up, it's okay to let it out. Um, I give you permission basically to let it out. So just also, that's just something I wanted to touch on to keep in mind because trust me, emotions will come up and you just want to make sure that you give yourself that safe space, just like in therapy. Like I said, this is self-therapy. So just like in therapy, the therapist gives you an open space for you to cry and you to do like you to let out any emotions. You're kind of doing it to yourself. So tell yourself it's okay to cry. It's okay to let out these emotions. And yeah. So after you're done writing, after you're done letting all of this out, now is the part now this is like the important part of what to do afterwards what to do after you've written everything down you responded to the prompt now it's the after so the after is very important and i feel like a lot of people ask me about this part because it is something that they're like okay now that i've written it what do i do with it like i wrote it down now what So this part is very important. So after you write it down, what you're going to do is you're going to read that back. Even if it's like five pages long, you're going to read everything that you just wrote down back because while you're writing this, you have to realize that while you're writing this, especially if it's a traumatic event that you're writing about, it's a version of you that's coming out. Could be your inner child, could be the version of you that went through that traumatic event could be that vulnerable self of you that's coming out. It's a different version of you that's coming out. You know what I mean? So while you're writing this, you might not even so many like you're writing everything and you might not even be like truly grasping what you're writing down. So after you write everything down, and that's why I said literally write it down, whatever you're thinking of, write it down. Because you're not really and don't like try not to like reread it afterwards or like as soon as you write it down, like just keep on writing. Try not to like read it as you go through because you'll be able to read it afterwards. So afterwards, what you're going to do is read it back. And after you read it back, you're going to have so much empathy for yourself and so much compassion for yourself. And you're going to read it back from basically kind of like a third perspective. And you're going to put, you're going to think of yourself as like, another person like you're you're gonna read this letter as if your best friend wrote this letter and you're reading your best friend's experience and I personally like to do this because I've been told in therapy too by my therapist now I love her so much shout out to you if you're listening to this she's probably like girl I am not listening to yourself but um uh she had told me in therapy before that we tend to be kinder to our friends and our best friends and people we love rather than being that kind to ourselves. So whenever I read it back, I read it back as if I'm reading something that like my friend just wrote me or I'm reading it back. I'm having that perspective. Obviously, it's you writing it, but I read it back as if I'm reading it. Well, you can either either see it in that perspective or what I did in the beginning prior to my therapist telling me that 
is I used to read it as a perspective that like my inner child was writing this instead of me. And I feel like that makes you have both of those scenarios, those both of those mind shifts make you have more empathy for yourself rather than not being like non-empathetic and being like, listen, you went through this, get over it, you know? So read it back, have empathy while you're reading it back and just truly take in and read it with compassion and just feel the emotions of what you wrote feel the emotions fully the main thing with this is just feeling it like feeling it feeling the emotions of what you went through telling yourself that you're sorry and that's basically what you're going to do so the after is basically just reading it over and having a conversation with yourself that's the after the after is you're just going to talk to yourself you're just gonna tell yourself like i'm so sorry I'm so sorry. My alarm always freaking goes off in all my podcasts. And it's so funny because I literally always turn it off. But you're basically just going to talk to yourself. You're going to talk to yourself and you're going to read it back and you're going to have empathy with yourself and you're kind of just going to have a conversation with yourself overall. You're going to have a conversation with yourself and you're going to say, I'm so sorry you went through this. I'm so sorry this was your experience. You didn't deserve it, but you no longer have to hold on to this anymore. You know, you no longer have to hold on to this memory. You no longer have to hold on to these emotions. It's okay to let go of this, of the blockage that this is having on your life um, the chokehold that this experience is having on your life and I feel like having a conversation with yourself is the most important part when it comes to this because I feel like when I have a conversation and I know it might sound silly I know you're like a conversation with myself like sounds a little wild but like no I know it sounds silly but it's really not that silly because you are your own best friend you're your own person like you're the only one you live with in this whole life you know like the only consistent thing in this whole life that we all have is ourselves you know so you have to be kind to yourself and you have to see what you went through from like a different perspective that like wow you went through this I'm so sorry you went through this and just have a conversation with yourself and being up and be empathetic with yourself and just talk to yourself talk to yourself as if like there's like two people in your head like it's you and it's the act like basically what I do is I'm like, okay, there's me and then there's my vulnerable self and my inner child self and this like soft part of myself that I'm talking to. And that's basically who I'm talking to while I'm having this conversation within myself. So after you have this conversation with yourself, what I do is like I just have the conversation and I just basically tell myself that it's okay to let it go now. It's okay. We've talked about it. We've acknowledged it. That's a huge part to say is say that I've acknowledged this. I've acknowledged I've acknowledged this experience and I no longer have to hold this experience so tight in my life because I've acknowledged it. I've let it go. I've worked through it and now I can let it go, you know, because I feel like a lot of the times when we have trauma, we ignore it. And I feel like that's why our because our bodies it's crazy that our bodies are so our bodies just keep memory and store everything. So I feel like when you don't acknowledge what you've been through, it stays in your body. But when you acknowledge it and you work through it and you let out the emotions, your body's like, okay, like, thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. Now I can let it go. And of course, it's not gonna like completely like obviously erase from your memory, obviously. But now you'll be able to see it from a place of empathy rather than see it from a place of like, I'm just going to ignore that this happened to me overall, you know? Do you see my like perspective? So basically, you're not going to suppress it anymore. Before you were suppressing it and you were ignoring the issue. Now you've addressed the issue, you've acknowledged it, and you let it go. See like the, the difference of it? So once you do this and you let it go, now, the after after is another important key step. But basically, that's what you're going to do afterwards. So after you wrote it out, just to recap before I finish up this part is 
basically a recap is you're just going to talk to yourself. You're going to give yourself empathy. You're going to read back what you wrote and basically just have a conversation with yourself and tell yourself, I acknowledge that I went through this. I'm sorry that I went through this. I didn't deserve it, but I've acknowledged it. I've worked through it now. I've wrote about it. I did the work and now I can finally let it go. And it doesn't have to hold such a huge space in my mind, in my subconscious mind and in my heart. So now the after after, and this is the final like little like wrap up cherry on top of shadow working. And we're almost, we're almost to the end guys. We're almost to the end. Basically this last part is what I do after I do shadow working. Um, and keep in mind also just something that I just wanted to add in here because I forgot about it. But something that I also wanted to add in here is that you can do shadow work whenever you want. If you want to do it five times a week, two times a week, one time a week, one time a month, usually I aim for, I don't aim for, if you want to do it once a month, everything's to you. Everything's like, you know, based on your preferences. Personally, I do it as I feel like I'm capable to, you know, I do it when I feel like I'm capable to. The When I first started shadow working, I only did it once or twice a month because it would bring up so much trauma that I was like, no, this is like intense for me. Like I need to stop. And if you, if you overdo it, like if you force yourself, like, okay, I'm going to do it six days a week. And it's like six days of traumatizing things. Like it's going to do more harm than good. You know what I mean? So make sure that you're doing it based on your own preference. Nobody knows you like you know you. So if you can do it one time a month, one time a week, five times a week. Okay, cool. But if you can only do it a little bit, that's fine too. Everything's just based on you. In the beginning, I did it like once or twice a month. And then slowly, I started progressively doing it more and more. And now I do shadow work. I try to aim for like one one to three shadow work prompts a week. Um, but I try to aim for more a week rather than like in a whole month. But I definitely do at least one once a week. But I try to aim for at least like three a week because it is intense and it is a lot. And if you're doing it and if you're putting all your energy into it like like I'm, I really want you to, then it is going to be intense. So just keep that in mind. But everything is based on you. There's no right or wrong way to do it. If you want to do it once a month, cool. If you want to do it five times a week, cool too. Good for you. But personally, I just do it three times a week because I I just want to kind of give my mind like a little rest from like that because it's kind of like therapy. You know what I mean? It's literally therapy. So you go to therapy. I go to therapy once a week. So it's kind of like the same concept. You don't want to overdo it because that's so much strain on your mind. And you kind of want to give yourself some time too to like process what you wrote down, what you experienced, and now what you're doing. And now like the after after part that I'm about to talk about. So yeah, just keep that in mind. But basically the after after portion that I'm talking about is affirmations. And this is going to be a key and vital part to kind of just wrap it up, wrap up like what you just wrote about, what you just experienced and kind of like another little cherry on top of validation for you um, and something else to implement. So I wrote this down in my how to manifest your dream life. And I'm saying it here because I feel like affirmations have changed my life so much, just as equally as shadow work. And I feel like saying affirmations every single day, like you guys don't realize how powerful affirmations are, how powerful the word of mouth is. Like everything you say is so powerful. That's why I always tell all my friends, like stop talking about yourself negatively. Stop saying that you can't do something. Stop saying anything negative because your words mean so much. I'm always telling my boyfriend, I'm like, stop it. Like whenever he says something about it, about myself or that he can't do something, I'm like, stop it, stop it. No, you can do it. Like, no, you can do it. Speak it into existence. You've already done it. You know what I mean? So affirmations are the after after so what you're gonna do is whatever you just journaled about you're gonna make an affirmation for that so let's say for example 
you wrote about a traumatizing experience that you went through and that traumatizing experience had to do with like abuse. An affirmation you can say is that I am a strong, I've been through so, like you can say something along the lines of like, um, I've been through so many battles and it just makes me stronger at the end of the day. Like something just positive from that negative that you just wrote down because a lot of the times after we do shadow work, it's so much, sometimes it's a lot of negative and I feel like you have to end it off with a positive. And what I like to do is I like to say these affirmations throughout the day, throughout the day continuously so that it stays because I promise you after affirmations, if you say them consistently, it's literally like just rewiring your mind to believe these affirmations and it helps you out so much. Like I can't even begin to tell you guys how helpful affirmations are. Affirmations are basically just these positive things that you say that you affirm and you say consistently and they help you persist in that belief. And once you say these affirmations multiple times throughout the day, repetition works in our brain. You know, the, the way our brain works, like this is science, you know, like our brain, it works off of repeating something over and over again. That's why negative repetition, negative affirmations work just as well. So let's say if, you say something negative all the time. I used to always tell myself like, I'm so ugly. I feel so ugly all the time. I don't like how I look. And that me saying that all the time converted to me believing that I was ugly, me finding more evidence in my life on why I feel ugly, me like, I don't even want to say it because words are so freaking powerful. But like me repeating that would make me more evidence come in my life and me repeating that made it so stuck in my mind and it like harmed me so do the same thing for positive affirmations affirm positive things and positive affirmations after whatever you wrote and I promise you repeat it for like a couple of days after that and I promise you it will make such a difference and you'll just feel positive after that. And it'll teach your brain that like after you wrote that, even though you went through something traumatizing, even though you went through that really hard shadow work prompt, whatever it was, there can be a positive from it. There can be a beauty to the darkness. You know what I mean? So basically the after after overall to sum it up is that Whatever you wrote about, just come up with a positive affirmation after that. So let's say you wrote about, um, because sometimes the shadow work questions doesn't have to be very like sad and like it doesn't have to be traumatic. Some of them can be like just talking about like um, limiting beliefs. So let's say, for example, one of your shadow work questions were like, what's your relationship with money? How do you view money and all this stuff? And let's say that you started or like where what was your first moment that you saw um, a sign of like lack when it comes to money. And let's say that you wrote a shadow work question. And let's say you wrote about how, oh, when I was growing up, I grew up really poor. And it like, you know, now I have this self-limiting belief when it comes to money. So now an opposite of that is going to be um, like, oh, instead of having that mentality of poverty and having that mentality of limited abundance, now you're going to make affirmations to contradict that. So basically, you're just going to make affirmations to to contradict whatever you went through. So or turn it into a positive. So for this example, for the money example, you can say something along the lines of money comes to me easily. I don't have to work so hard for money and money. I don't have to drain myself and work multiple jobs just to make money. Um, I love looking at my bank account. My bank account is overflowing with money that I don't even know what to do with it all. Like, you know, all these affirmations that are positive all these affirmations that are going to do something to your mind, because I promise you, I promise you saying after affirmations throughout the day, multiple times, it benefits you so much. It's repetition. It's science. It's your brain. It's literally your brain being repeated the same thing, just like you repeat the same thing back then when you're repeating negative affirmations to yourself and saying the negative things over and over again. 
that's why it's so important to not say negative things. Like, for example, I always tell um, my family, like, stop saying you're broke or my friends. I'm always like, stop saying you're broke, because if you say you're broke constantly all the time, if you're always like, oh, I never have money. I'm always broke. You're going to stay broke. I promise you, you're going to stay broke because your mind is so powerful and you repeating the same thing over and over again, whether it's good, whether it's bad, your mind is going to your mind is literally just going to believe what you tell it. So your mind doesn't know what it's, what is true and what's not true. So if you keep on telling your mind, you're broke, you're going to be broke. If you keep on telling your mind, you're going to be rich. Your mind is going to start to find evidence in your reality to prove why you're rich, because that's what you're telling it. Right. And that's when more things are going to come into your reality and you're going to start seeing more ways why you're rich. And that's when your manifestations could start coming in. So you see like all this plays into one huge part. So overall, the last, last cherry on top is just these affirmations, because I promise you these affirmations will change your life and it'll be just the cherry on top to the shadow work and it'll just be so beautiful. And I'm just so excited for you guys to start this journey because I promise shadow work changed my life completely. And I can't even begin to explain what shadow work and adding it with affirmations have done for me. Okay, guys, well, that was it for this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode a lot. I hope that by the end of this episode, you have a clear idea of what shadow work is, the benefits of shadow work, how to do shadow work, and all this stuff. And just to keep in mind, shadow work also is like, you can stop at any time you want, you can keep on going. Um, once you feel like you've reached a point where you want to stop, you're free to stop. This is everything is based on you when it comes to shadow work. Um, there's no, I just want to also reemphasize that there's no right or wrong way to do this. You can't do it wrong. Um, everything is just based on you, based on your preference. But I just wanted to let you know the basics on how to do it, how to get it done. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode once again. And I'm so excited for you to start your shadow work journey. And please keep me updated. My DMs are always open. My DM um, on Instagram, my Instagram is Melissa Dela Cruz, Melissa with two A's. Um, you can follow me on there. You can DM me, tell me about how your shadow work journey is going. If you have any other questions about shadow work or any questions about anything, or if you just want to talk to me, feel free to talk to me. My DMs are always open for you guys to come and chat. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to start this journey and I'm so excited for you guys to begin healing yourselves and digging deeper into this side of you and, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and being able to come out of it stronger, more beautiful, more filled with positivity, more filled with a better understanding of who you are. And yeah, but I love you guys so much. And I can't wait to see you guys next week on another episode of Unapologetic Awakening. Bye guys for now.